Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. If you're on YouTube and you see me looking over here, I'm cooking rice again, so I'm just making sure it don't overflow. It's almost like I feel like I got to cook it every day <laughs> to make sure I don't lose the technique. Because to me, cooking rice is not like riding a bicycle. Sometimes you do lose it if you don't use it. But anyways, I don't have a specific topic today. Today is just going to be a random chat. Um, while I talk about some things on my mind, um, I took a dance class this morning went to go work out, um, just got off a zoom call, took a shower and now I'm over here cooking. I also wanted to go get me some nachos from this vegan place. Cause I always miss when they have the jackfruit sale. So had to go cop that today. And I meant to go to the store to go pick up some few other things that I was like, Mm, I'm not leaving the house again. I may change my mind, but mm, I doubt it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the first thing that's on my mind is don't be afraid to share. Don't be afraid to share the game. And what I mean by that is that, like, because we have phones and everything now, we have social media where you can, you know, learn things very quickly, but you can also see what other people are doing. Like they're putting their business out there. They're putting what they're working on out there. And especially like if you're a creative, like people are going to know what camera do you use? What lens you got? What editing system do you use? What, uh, where'd you get this from? Where'd you get that outfit from? Where'd you do this from? Where'd you be that from? And I remember, you know, if you would have called me like two years ago, those have been things I'd have been like, Ugh, all up in my business. No, like go do your own research. And sometimes I feel like that's still necessary, but I'm bringing this up because I've had, uh, I had a person I know most recently, like she been hitting me up <laughs> almost once a week, asking me what camera you use, what this you use, what that you use. And I tell y'all in here, like right now I'm shooting on a Canon. I also own a Nikon. That's what I actually do my videos on. I barely use this one because I only have kit lenses. And kit lenses are basically the lenses that'll come with the camera if it's just not the body. Um, whereas my Nikon, I've invested in two different lenses. I still don't have a lens that I really want, but I've invested in the lenses. And sometimes those lenses have a little bit better quality than the lenses that actually come with the camera. Now the lenses that come with the camera are still good quality, especially like if you have good lighting, like they'll take great pictures if it's a, a decent camera. But I'm not shy about telling people what editing systems I use. Like I use Premiere Pro if I'm doing videos. Um, I have Lighthouse, like if I'm doing photos, but I haven't really used it much yet because Again, the laptop that I have, like, it's just not, it's not giving me what it needs. It doesn't have the hardware to support, like, all the new updates um, to even let that program open. So I haven't been even able to use any editing for my photos. Um, but if I use an app, like, on my phone, what is this dang app called? Uh, PS Express, which is an Adobe app that you can really get on your phone and it does great edits but you know I'm saying that because I've been telling her what I've been using and like the average person especially creatives nowadays you ask them something they act like they don't want to tell you or like it's so exclusive now some people don't mind sharing but the reason I feel like this is important is because one like 
where that comes from if you don't want to share something as simple as where'd you get that from where'd you get that from and yes sometimes it could be annoying but sometimes like it just really don't matter because I think I mentioned on here like two episodes ago this guy named Greg who is a great videographer he's self-taught um he also like can edit really really well so he's great behind the camera I love working with him too because he's one of the very few videographers who understands movement of the camera so I'm a dancer I'm a choreographer so like Everybody who can work a camera well and do like those just model videographers or catch females walking and stuff on camera cannot work with dancers like they so stoic. They have like like you got to tell them every little thing. And this videographer, not only is he just good, but he's just good. He's good with dance, too. Like he captures things that I don't got to. It's like he already get the vision once I tell him. And that's very, very rare. And I've worked with a lot of videographers who just they don't understand movement when it comes to the camera. Like they try to shoot it one way, like they're shooting like their models or whatnot. And it's not the same. So even that's a skill. But anyways, I was talking about him two episodes ago because there are things like I use his same editing system. I've watched him edit. Um, I think he got better equipment for his camera that he's invested in. But I know what lighting he uses, like all of that. And I still won't even be able to mimic his results. Why? Because I haven't put in the amount of work that he has put in. I haven't done the research that he's done. I haven't put in the practice that he's put in with his materials to even get the skill level and produce the results he produced. And then just on the flip side, like we got different visions. We got different reasons why we're doing similar work, which is being behind the camera. That's as most common as it gets. And so I don't have to have a scarcity mindset with sharing the game of what I'm using, what what tools I'm doing this, what tools I'm doing that, because at the end of the day, I can tell you everything that I use and somebody still will not produce the same results as I'm producing because one, they're not me, two, because there are other things that I'm learning and other things that I'm developing that you know, can't can't just be told by telling you, oh, this is what I'm using. This is how I set this up. This is how I'm doing this. Like, that's something you still got to practice to get the results that you want to see. And so, of course, I'm not saying don't use discernment when it comes to like sharing your goals, sharing your dreams, sharing certain things that even like if you get to a point where it's like, OK, this game need to be paid for. <laughs> You know, like this level of game need to be paid for. Like even if somebody paid $5 monthly fee for my course, like this is the type of game. Like I'm not saying don't have certain things that's exclusive to exclusive people or to you for a time being. But like just with regular regular stuff, like share the game. Because the more that you share, especially like, you just give the game for free. I feel like the more people you draw unto you, and even those people who just try to take and leave, again, they're going to get theirs. And they're, again, they're not going to produce the same results. They, they can't supersede you because you're in your own lane. So you don't have to be in fear of, like, being taken advantage of. You don't have to be in fear of, like, being in competition with anybody. Because if you're listening to my content, we in competition with ourselves like we don't worry about what somebody else to the left to the right 
is doing. We try to maximize our skill and find our own voice. So that's all you got to really worry about. And when you put your mind on that, then you, you know, you share the game. You share the game because the more game you share also for free and you just put it out there, the more people who, when they start implementing, the people who are implementing it for themselves and people who do see that they're getting, not only you getting results, but they are going to get results. Those people turn into your clients. Those people turn into your avid followers. Those people are the people who promote you. Those are people who promote your brand and your name. Like I learned this from them and this is what they was doing. This is how I took it here. They're the ones who speak your names to other people who may become your client. You know, so sometimes you just can't be afraid of like not only seeing dollar signs, but also like not being afraid to just share the game when you have it to give. And especially like if you're in a season where like you don't have the following that you want yet, like don't be afraid to give away game, like give away what's going on. Even when I first started making this channel, I was in a season where I was still of the mindset and it was really fear of like sharing certain goals that I'm working on. Not because I thought somebody was going to steal my idea or anything, just feeling like, oh, like I don't want nobody to be hating or stop what I'm doing. But I realized that can't nobody stop what God got going on. And I also know that I work for everything that I got. It ain't nothing. And I know that some people like they get a little bit of momentum but then they get lazy and where they get lazy I always keep working so I'm never in fear of like getting passed up I'm and I also follow a deeper vision a deeper purpose so what other people may feel like they're competing with me or gotta stay on the swivel of what I'm doing like oh let me go get this certificate let me go do this because she's doing that let me stay more competitive while they're looking at me I'm already looking five years ahead of myself instead instead of them putting all that energy that they're focused on me with on themselves. They can probably think they stop in my next step, but I already got 10 steps ahead of this next step. So it's almost like I'm always doing like this and I've seen it happen, even if that wasn't their direct intention. So you can probably say the same thing, like, don't be out here worried about your haters. Don't be out here worried about people not respecting you or giving you your credit. Like, let yourself continue to build, continue to share, continue to put out the game, continue to be fearless in what it is that you're doing. Because there's no other person like you. There's nobody with your voice. There's nobody with your perspective. There's nobody with your set ideas there's nobody with your unique touch that you put on things there's nobody with your specific interests there's nobody with your intention with all of those things working together that forms who you are and how you're going to go about something so you don't have to be fearful of sharing certain things or letting people know what you're working on or collabing with people or putting your ideas out there, you know, in order to help somebody else or even just to share, to hold yourself accountable. Like I share a lot of stuff on here, you know, whether it's about my past, whether it's about my present, whether it's things that I've worked on, whether it's things that I'm still working on, whether it's materials that I use, like I put it out here. 
why like and that's something that i wouldn't have done also because i'm very like private as well but those are things that i started doing because i'm like okay if i have this channel i know that channels that i watch that are similar to this in like format i love when they tell their story and like why they got started i love when they tell like personal connections to whatever they're encouraging their audience to do because it makes them real. I love when they talk about their mistakes. I love when they talk about things that led up to a big decision. I love when they tell what they use that's working. Like there's this eyelash serum. I get so many compliments on my natural eyelashes now. Like I used to wear like fake eyelashes all the time and I stopped wearing those in undergrad. And then I started getting like individual lashes for a season. I still love individual lashes, but they expensive because you got to get the mugs redone every two or three weeks. Like it's an expensive luxury that I'm going to need a man with money <laughs> to keep up that habit because that's one thing like oh, they got to go. So I wanted to grow my eyelashes and I was watching Megan Good do her facial routine one night. And she wasn't even promoting this brand. Somebody was in the comments because she was doing it live. And they was like, who does your lashes? Because I know you based like in Hollywood or something like that. She was like, she started laughing. She was like, so many people are, so many of y'all are commenting on my lashes. But these are my natural lashes. And she was taking her makeup off. And she got real close to the camera. And they were long. And she was like, well, during the pandemic, because it was like, probably, we was probably like eight months in the pandemic. She was like, well, during the pandemic, she was like, um, I wanted to see if I can grow my lashes. So I was looking up different lash serums and I found this lash serum and it's called Lilash. And I was like, dang, it was so organic how it happened. So I knew she, it wasn't just a promotion, how them celebrities just be promoting stuff and it don't even really work. I was like, that was so organic how it happened. Like, cause she wasn't promoting it. Like she had to go get the thing because people were just commenting on it thought, thinking she wearing fake lashes and I've been using it and that stuff really worked that's something I wouldn't have found on my own she could have kept that to herself and she still gets her lashes done she a celebrity so but I started using that lash serum and it is like it is $90 but it lasts you three months but that game that was priceless. Now all the time, even when I had mascara on, people like, oh my God, I love your lashes. They look like wispies because they've really gotten long. And it really only took like three, four months for me to see results. So I've probably been using it for about a year now. I just ordered some more. I stopped using it for about three months, really just because I, I kept forgetting to order it <laughs> when it's out. But like, I love this lash serum and this made me more confident without, you know, mascara on or with it because my lashes have grown and y'all can't see them right now. But compared to where my lashes were, that was a game changer. Sorry if you're on anchor, like you just gonna have to hear the message, but yeah, like that was that was free game that she could have kept to herself. And there have been plenty other people like had they not said this or had they not said, go look at this YouTube channel or had they not said, go look at this brand or go get this like and they would have felt like oh, I need to save this for a course or I just need to save this information for myself like. I would have been stuck out. So sometimes it's kind of like don't be afraid to share game that's that you know will benefit other people if it ain't like a life or death thing or it's nothing like super serious that you just 
have to sell. It's like, I could give you all this game for free because some game you'll feel like you need to sell, like, and put in a package. But if you, if you stay on giving free game and then you get to the point where the demand gets so high to where you need to make a course to be able to help so many people, that's where you've won. Because people like all the free game they gave, I'm wondering, like, if they giving this game for free, what does they pay programs look like? I know it's going to only help me get these results 10 times more. So sometimes like, and it's just the overall message of like, everything doesn't have to be in exchange for money. And you also don't have to move out of fear. I just told y'all, uh, what was that on Friday? Like I'm in a season where I'm building my nonprofit and my nonprofit is surrounded by dance and like teaching artists and teaching artists. What they go do is they go out to different schools or campuses or organizations and they teach, you know, for like an hour or two. Sometimes they do residencies. So that's what my business is surrounded by. And right now I'm the only one. So I'm the teacher. I'm the one who gets the appointments. I'm the one who creates the relationships, all of that, you know, uh, but as I'm as I'm building my brand and putting myself out there, there's there are many jobs that I've done for free just because I wanted the opportunity or I put myself out there or I cut my prices low because they really didn't have a budget and it's still a relationship that is benefiting me today and now they're able to pay what I'm asking them to pay. But when we first started, sometimes I was going out there for free or I was, you know, I cut my prices in half or I, I, I let them pay for an hour of my time, but I gave them two hours. And now this same contract, they were one of my first contracts and it was at my old church. They pay not only my price, but like they continuously come back and I'm smiling about it because had I went in there just only thinking about money, like, oh, if they can't pay this price, then I'm not doing it. Like, it's sometimes when you're moving in purpose, you have to see beyond only a monetary exchange. Like, sometimes you have to see it for other values it'll give, whether that value is creating a relationship, whether that value is experience, whether that value is getting connected with other people who will be connected to this idea, whether that value is just you upping and cultivating your skill. Like you sometimes you got to do things that don't have money attached to it, because if you do everything for money, like money will never come. It'll elude you or you won't get the money that you need. It's like but when you focus on purpose, when you focus on moving with integrity, when you focus on developing and mastering your skill and then continue to give and share that out. Money got to come. All of that stuff got to come. It's going to come. The value has to reach back to you because that's just a, a law of nature. That's a law of how the world works. That's why people who always take and always think about money, they're always worried about it because they always have to scheme or scam or they focus so much on that. And then they wondering where the clients and stuff are, whereas if they would have just focused on developing their skills, if they would have focused on building quality relationships, if they would have focused on just being an all around good and quality person and being a great service, giving out the game and building their clientele and their following, like selling their product or getting people to trust who they are would have been easy. It would have been clockwork. So 
that's what I have for y'all. I don't know what I'll name this episode. Basically, don't live in fear to share your gift, share the game, whatever game you have to give. And, you know, can't nobody be you, can't nobody do you. And then the last thing, see value beyond money. Make sure you're able to see opportunities that may not have a price tag attached to it all the time, especially like if you're in the beginning stages. But even if you're not in the beginning stages, there are some opportunities where you could be five, 10 years, 15 years into doing what you got into doing whatever you're doing and still be like, ooh, they don't have a budget, but I'll take that on for free. <laughs> like, I'll go volunteer my services. But if you don't have, like, your heart in the right place and your mind in the right place or you're moving with a lack mindset, you won't be able to identify those opportunities. And you definitely won't be putting in the work to be able to maximize when that opportunity shows up. So I love y'all so much. Happy Sunday, and I'll see you on the next one.